You're inside the Players' Lounge with G. Scott. Sometimes I can put my foot down and say, hey, oh, You definitely got to put your foot enough down. Enough enough. You ask for honesty. <laughs> you, shall, you shall receive. <laughs> Powered by Seahawks.com. The two of you are the odd couple of the defense. <laughs> one is Oscar. One is Felix. So I appreciate you for joining us. And it's live. Damn. Damn. Yep. Another edition of the Players' Lounge live here for the BMAC. Joining us today right now is... Linebacker for your Seattle Seahawks, Bobby Wagner. Bobby, random questions for you, my man. What's an unusual talent that you have that nobody knows about? An unusual talent that I, nobody that, knows about. Um, I don't know. It's a can you can you can you can you juggle? Can you backflip? I'm a Connect Four champion. Like, oh, uh, Connect Four, pool. Uh, all the, rec- the the recreation stuff like that. I mean, I can't really think of a thing right now. <laughs> What's the What was the best year of your life? And I know you're a young man, but give me a year that you can say, you know what, that was the best year of my life. Man, I can't I can't just pick one year. Every year is, is amazing. Every year brings um, something to pinpoint one thing. Uh, winning the Super Bowl obviously is dope. Being drafted is obviously dope. Um. Uh, there's always something that happens in specific years that's, that's pretty dope. Do you think we as people are different every year as we go on? Uh, I hope so. I hope that you evolve every year. I hope you don't stay the same. Uh, nobody wants to be stagnant. Right. Um. So I hope that, you know, every year you're trying to be a better person than you were last year. In general, in general, do you think we as a people – are more or less tolerant of one another? Um, uh, it kind of de- just depends on who you are. I think it's kind of hard to speak for everybody, but um, I think that, you know, some people's tolerance level is, is off the charts and some people's tolerance level is not. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of hard to say because, you know, depending on where, where area you live in, if, um, if I said, you know, the people in Seattle, I think the people in Seattle are pretty chill. Really? Compared to where you're from in Ontario? Um, compared to, uh, I mean, not really California. I think California's pretty chill, too. Uh, I think, you know, places like uh, New York and uh, yeah, Philly, they're pretty crazy. Why are they so stressed out there on the East Coast, man? I have no idea. <laughs> I've been over there a couple times and just driving in the car with an Uber. <laughs> you know, but it's normal over there. That's why I said, like, it really just depends who you are. Like, they'll, you know cuss each other out but then be laughing five seconds later like it's just that's just what they do over there all right last question i'm gonna let you go you could only have one final meal one final meal what would it be um it'd be a buffet of of what sort of thing. what'd you eat spaghetti um steak s- salmon uh sushi french fries <laughs> Uh, I'll take a salad, just throw some greens on there. Um, yeah, if this is the last time I eat, you gotta have dessert, uh, Oreo or something. You dip your Oreos in milk? Uh, I haven't in a while. I used to as what? a kid. That's yeah. the stuff. What you? You think you too old to dip Oreos in milk? Nah, I just don't. I'm just lazy. All right, well, you ain't too lazy. You tackle a lot of people. <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate you, man. That's all I wanted. Appreciate Thanks, you. Guy. All right, he decided to come and join us here on the Players' Lounge. I call him Uncle Cliff. 
Mr. Cliff Haverhill. What's happening? One of the best defensive players in the game right now. All right, Uncle Cliff, here's the deal. Reese, right now, I mean, just like today? Or? Well, as of right now, you know what I mean? I ain't no telling what could happen next week, but as of today, you're one of the best in the game. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I don't know that anybody would – I mean, coming into this year, the national side of things, they weren't saying you're the best. Anyway, we ain't talking about football. We want to talk about uh, – I, I got to be top – how many teams is it, 32? I got to be top 64 at least. Where were you at on NFL Network's top 100? I don't care. I mean, I'm not your household name. That's all that is. I, d- d- we, we here in Seattle believe you are, but outside of here. See, that's the goal. I the said goal. I'm top 64. There's only 32 teams, all right? Uh-huh. I got to be top 64. In the, that means in the world. Okay, outside of football. <laughs> Uncle Cliff, what's an unusual talent that you have that nobody knows about? Unusual talent? Yeah, give, um, so any kind of talent that you have that nobody knows about. I'm a heck of a basketball player. I could have played in the NBA. <clears throat> yep. Next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can you juggle? Can you black backflip on a uh, on a trampoline? I don't know, man. There's, there's things in your contract that you just can't do. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. What's something? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm a good dad. That's a great, that's a great talent. It's right. a hard talent, actually. Fair. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> what place, activity, or memory, what place, activity, or memory most captures summer moments for you? A place, activity, or memory that best captures summer for you as a child? Uh, Haiti. Going to Haiti. Uh, I used to go every summer. And um, not realizing, well, I mean, you're young, but being a young, uh, you know, a young person going to Haiti and enjoying not having electricity, not having, you know, uh, air conditioning and having a great time with your family. Like the things that we think we need, you can live without them, basically. And I used to have a blast just going back to Haiti and spending time with my family when, and not realizing I didn't have any of that stuff. When you was in Haiti, okay, you said no air conditioning. Like, like how hot would it be outside? It, it's hot during the day now. Uh, I mean, Haiti's down <laughs> there on the equator, so it can get hot during the day. But at night, though, it, I mean, great breeze. I mean, oh, okay. So I would say, you know, uh, it can easily get up to 100, 110. But then at night, you know, it's 70 degrees with a nice breeze. Do you think, do you think we as a people, we as a people are more or less tolerant of one another? Less, less tolerant of one another. Um, I, I mean, yes, less tolerant from the standpoint. I think, I think just for the simple fact that um, nobody really cares for people anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, lo- like the just if imagine how much better the world would be if we just loved one another. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how much less violence? How much less? Just dumb stuff that 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 we think is an issue wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? If we just appreciate the next person's life, even that in itself, nobody like we like life isn't you know as great as is. It's not people don't value life as much as they should. Put it that way. Do you think it comes with age? Because for an example, I since you I mean I've only known you for what three years. Even since I've known you, I feel like you have more patience. That's the dudes are having kids, though. <laughs> you, have, you have one child, you, you become a little more patient. You have two of them, you have no choice but to become a patient person. Who's more patient, you or your wife, Tia? 
I think I am. Um, sometimes I have to come get the kids from her. Like, okay, I can tell. I tell. I can tell you about to explode right now. Uh, I'm gonna come get my kids before something bad happens. But no, um, I think me just for the simple fact that I'm not around them as much as she is. Mm, good point. What's the best year of your life, Uncle Cliff? Best year of my life. Best year of your life. T Mac, you can come on, sit have, on down. Ha- having my first, my firstborn, and then my secondborn. But the best year would be. Those two years of having both of my kids, I think those are the two best years of my life. Speaking of years, do you think every year, do you think we are different every year of our life? I think we grow, we evolve every year for sure. I mean, I think I think if you're not, something's wrong. Uh, I really do feel that way. You're growing in some kind of way. Even right. if you don't even notice it, you're growing in some kind of way. I do believe that. What's the most difficult transition you've ever had to make in your life? Coming to Seattle. What? Yeah. Because I, I, th- I think just the, the uncertainty of what's next to come. I mean, you got a family, you got kids, you don't know what's out there. You know, you, you just just that whole transition. I didn't want to leave Detroit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't want to leave Detroit because I was comfortable. That's what I knew. But now I don't want to leave Seattle. You know what I mean? So just, just that transition of having to bring your family and, and trying to find schools and different things like that, that transition is pretty difficult, the but, uncertainty. But hold up. Hold up. Let me go back to hold on. Let me make sure I got oh this right. Gosh. No, I'm just bring, saying. You about to bring something up with some money or something? What, what nah, was yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> it had to do with football. I mean, but you said that this was a tough transition. and You were scared, and you could have stayed in Detroit and been comfortable. I still, but I still wanted my worth too. Shoot, you only get so many bites at the apple. <laughs> <laughs> who said, said he's gonna make it to nine years? <laughs> the point. Nobody knows you're gonna make it to nine years. You know, so uh, at the time, you know, you, you definitely want your worth. No, no, nobody, not one person in America works to get a pay cut <laughs> you know what I'm saying? right not right. one person does that so so that, that that was that but um yeah that was definitely one of the hardest transitions of my life favorite teacher growing up and why miss mccool uh i still talk to her to this day we text probably two three times a week favorite teacher because she was one of the few teachers that actually believed that i can go to college and actually graduate i had teachers back in you know back at home that would vocally say, uh, like, voice their opinion, and, oh, you'll be another statistic, you'll be back home soon. Why were they saying that about you? Because that was the the statistic of guys that left to go to school other places, plus going to Indiana, you know, culture shock, being in a whole different environment. They just, you know, people are haters. It is what it is. Was this a a college professor of yours or something? No, this is a high school teacher that believed in me. Um, Again, like I said, I still talk to her to this day. What, what, What subject? Math. One of my favorite subjects. She was my uh, which which math? I forget which ones. Algebra and something else. I don't what, know. what 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 of our maths or something like that? This yeah. you, you know this is our co-host right here. He's just he was late. He was in the shower. Hey Jermaine Curse, how you doing, bro? Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, uh, yeah, I can hear you. What's it going? We, well, uh, that's my cue. I guess. Oh my know. gosh, no. You, you guys already probably talked about the stuff that yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about. Damn oh well, well you, right. What do you want to talk about? No, he looks like he's ready to go. Yeah. He doesn't want to be got, here. You got, you got two more minutes. What's up? Did you guys talk about Haiti already? No, not Haiti yet. No, you didn't. Oh, kind of. Kind of. Well, go ahead. You, you, you lead us off. Well, because, I mean, I went on a trip, like a volunteer trip like that before to Nicaragua, and then you was talking about Haiti, and you said a couple people were going, so I was just interested. Yeah. To- no, a few guys are going to go this year, man. Uh, Sherm says he's going to go. Sean, uh, obviously, you know, he supports what I have going on, so he says he's going to be there. Uh, and a few other NFL players. So, you know, I, I just want to bring light to how beautiful the country is more so than anything. Like, you know, TV, 
and, and society can view can 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 force your uh your imagination and your opinion on something and it may not even be that you know and it's the same island as the Dominican Republic. Everybody goes to the DR. Everybody wants to go to the DR, um, but nobody wants to go to Haiti. And it's the same exact island, you know. So I just want to bring light to that and, um, you know, show guys how beautiful the island is, let alone, you know, how hard and how, how, how hard people are, how hard and strong uh, people are out there. If 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 Marshawn wear that damn sweatshirt the entire time, can you please take pictures? Hundreds <laughs> oh, yeah, of no, degrees no, in yeah, that we'll sweatshirt. De- we'll definitely take pictures. We'll definitely, yeah, we def- I'll definitely be talking trash to him. But, you know, that's Marshawn's thing, man. He he thinks he he's like I'm like Sean you got a sweater on it's 100 <laughs> degrees out here I'm like bro I'm probably cooler than you right now I'm like eh, I don't know about that one bro alright last one we let you go quick. Thank here's you. the last one uh, see he wants to get on my body see Jermaine you must have scared him away alright we all have traditions yeah. what are some traditions from growing up that you still hold on to today <laughs> maybe for your family or for you traditions I mean, I'll tell you one thing we don't do. We don't celebrate freaking uh, Halloween. Um, that's something in the Haitian culture that we just – it's just – for one, somebody please explain to me and tell me what, what the heck Halloween means. Like, what is it? <laughs> I honestly can't even tell you <laughs> my, my point exactly. So it's like I want to dress up in, in all these different, you know, demonic type dress up like yeah I don't I don't get it so we don't do that my kids you know they feel some kind of way about it but guess what daddy can buy you candy any other day of the week or other you tell day, them but you're not you're not, <laughs> you're not going trick or treat today I tell you that <laughs> you know what they said you either a trick or a treat yeah and you ain't gonna be neither one so. <laughs> <laughs> we we used to open a gift the night before Christmas we used to open one we still do no we honestly i i think i had a christmas tree in my house maybe three times my whole life until i got married with my until so my wife moved in then you know she's her family's always been into it but we didn't even really have christmas trees growing up like that was you know if we did it'd be a small one it's just me and my mom anyway so it'd be a little small one and that whole wrapping gifts up and stuff no, uh, here's your gift. <laughs> you might get it on Christmas. You might get it the day before or the day after. <laughs> but here's your gift. Uh, you know, mommy tried to get you what you wanted and go about your day. All right. Well, Uncle Cliff, man, we really appreciate you stopping by to the Players Lounge. That's man. the Haitian creation. Haitian creation. Yeah, John Gruden gave me that name. When did he do that? At the game. I, I just seen. I just seen it. We just uh, saw it, well, I seen it yesterday. I seen it yesterday. The, I like it, though. What do you think? I love it. The Haitian creation. Yeah, yeah. I trademarked it last night. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. It's, it's, but you know what, though? I, I don't know. I mean, because I feel like had I come up with that name. It would have been terrible. It would have been like, That's terrible. Yep. But John Gruden comes up with the name. Oh, I'm going to trademark that. Yeah, millions of people heard him. So maybe I need to trademark it. And hopefully, eventually, it means something. And I can I, put I, it on T-shirts and stuff. Yeah. I just, I just hope one day that I can get it big enough for Uncle Cliff to be like, you know what, G? That's a good idea. Uncle Cliff? Uncle you're, Cliff. Not fir- you're not the first person to call me Uncle Cliff. I'm about to start calling you Uncle Cliff. Uh, people in Detroit used to call me Uncle Cliff, so sorry, G. You're a little well, late on that, too. But, but nobody in Seattle know. calls you Uncle Cliff. I never knew that was a nickname of yours. It's not. It's G. He called me Huck. He called me Uncle Cliff. <laughs> Huck got, didn't stick, but Uncle Cliff is sticking. I got I got listeners that are living. Yeah, Uncle Cliff is nice. Uncle Cliff can stick now that I'm nine years in. Now it's like, okay, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a little yeah. older. Yeah, well, Uncle, and plus, you're getting a whole bunch of sacks. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, you got to name that guy. Yeah. yeah. I even like your little. I used to didn't like that little boiler little dance. You're a hater. I that's, like that's it. Exactly, oh, that's exactly. It makes I, sense. <laughs> Yeah, I never understood. I, man, I don't know nothing about Purdue. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Boiler up. 
That's yeah, all. you know, okay. all, all, everybody goes to Purdue becomes an engineer. That's the uh, for yeah, Purdue. Yep, yep. My wife is an engineer. Shout out to my wife. And I'm the is he an engineer? Yeah, I didn't know that. Industrial engineer. Oh, well, then your kids got, they going to be all right then. Yeah. Not that because, boy, I'm glad they didn't go off you. Yeah, as long as they get my athleticism and her brains, we got to say, we got to say, two powerful <laughs> kids, all right? Your kids are smart, though. Yeah, I hope they, they better be all that money I'm paying for school. <laughs> hey, you be. Shout out to the school. I ain't, ain't gonna shout you out because I ain't gonna get no discount. But yeah. No shout out, but great. You don't, great you, don't, you, don't, you don't tell us no, 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 let, no, let, no. Let me ask you this about that school. Are they always say, "Hey, uh, Cliff, we're they, we're yes. looking for donate. Yes. We're looking for this. they do that. <laughs> the, yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Private schools be doing that a what? lot. We yeah. we're wondering if how about if <laughs> I, I told my wife. So this is the first. This is our second year in private school. I kid you not. I just wrote a check for the tuition like probably two weeks prior. We go to a like a, a parent student conference type thing, and they asking for more money. I'm like, I just wrote y'all this big check. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Uh, you know, well, you know, teachers, we, we want to get teachers nicer gifts and stuff. No, no. See, public school, we didn't go through all that. All right. So yeah, this is a little they 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 constantly asking for money. I'm like Tia's like, well, you know, this is I guess this is the public school lifestyle. Say so we ain't gonna be doing this too long. Oh, okay, all right. You know what? You open up. How how was your son treated at school? How is he treated? Yeah. Tell the truth. Uh, well, he's the only, he's one of the few black kids at school. <laughs> and so I'm throw that out there first and foremost. But um, he gets treated fine. Uh, it's a balance for me, but he gets he gets treated fine. He's kind of like the cool kid at school. Hell yeah, the cool kid. Daddy out there getting facts out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, how many? Here's one for you. How many birthday parties does he get invited to? All of them. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Nobody little, ever invited my child to that, no parties. That's a little weird too, though, in pu- pu- public school or private schools. Every they like all the the moms or whoever have a uh, email chain of some sort. And they just email each other like, hey, you know, you're invited to the party, this, that, and third. Show up to the party, everybody from class is there. And like, so if my son wouldn't have showed up, like he would have been the oddball. Like, it, like this is like mm-hmm. a common thing. Even when we have his parties, it's like everybody shows up or it's tons of gifts and stuff. I'm like, this is too much for me. Like, I, I can't, I can't. That means every time you go to a birthday party, you got a gift to buy. And I'm not, I don't really Cliff, when you, be, when you be at these parties and somebody tells you. I don't go, them, I don't go. You don't, you don't, you don't ever go. I try not to. I try to avoid. All okay, but let's just say that you are one of these little get-togethers or these. Little, but let's just say you are. If if one of these folks tell a corny joke, you know how people like do a fake laugh. What's your fake laugh? <laughs> 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 so what you say to you? Okay, yeah, I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Zay. What you say? Okay, you can go to the bathroom. Come on, let's go. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, now I know when I say something and he give me the hi. What you say, Mike D? Yeah. You know what? Now you, I'm gonna be like, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. My joke was kind of weak. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I, but I try to avoid those because cause my only issue with going to a lot of these functions is everybody wants to talk about football. I don't want to talk about football when I'm at home or when I'm with my kids. You know what I'm saying? Only time I want to talk about football is when I'm at work or I'm at a, a, like a. a a paid event or something. Other than that, like I want to be a normal person when I'm away from ball. So, or so when I'm with my kids and stuff, please don't come up to me and ask me for no signature, no autograph, or anything like that. It's kind of what we were talking about last. Just time. talked about that last week, Uncle Cliff. We just talked about that. When's the proper time to ask? And not ask. just be respectful. That's all I ask. Cause my, 
because my son's to the point now where like I'll sign an autograph or something, and and people have asked him to like sign. And he's so he's getting mad at these people like, why you want me to sign your jersey? I'm like, <laughs> see this? No, that's why you shouldn't be asking. Now, now he's about to ruin your jersey. <laughs> now he's about to ruin your jersey by putting his name on there, right? So, Wait, your son really be signing autographs? He's si- he's signed some before. Yeah, people are like, no, go ahead and sign it too. I'm like, all right, he barely knows how to write his name, but all right, go ahead. <laughs> Is there such thing as too much compassion? Can't, no, I don't think so. I just think nobody tries to have compassion for anybody, but I don't think you can. What, what, what jobs? I mean, I know what you guys' job is, and I don't know if compassion is needed. This turned into 50 well, questions. Well, because you could finish. Well, I just want to ask, what jobs? What jobs out there do you believe that you, that you have that you need the most compassion? What jobs? A nurse. Good answer, Uncle Cliff. I, I I was I was kinda thinking that. That's about that's about as far as it goes though. How about police officers? They should, but they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say they don't. Uh I take that back because I don't want to get pulled over. <laughs> uh but but some don't. Some don't. But just like some nurses don't. You know what I mean? Right. Um like so like my, my auntie, she she works at a uh what is it, a retirement home or whatever. And people are like, You are way too passionate about this and she's like She's like, one day I'm gonna be old too, like, and I would want somebody to take care of me the way yeah. I'm taking care of them. And she's like, y'all be in a rush to clean them up, and I'm like, no, take my time, because like I said, I want I want the same type of treatment if if I'm ever in this situation. Right. So I just feel like it, again, it goes back to that whole love thing. If everybody loved and enjoyed what they did, uh, um, I'm all right. See y'all. I'm out of here. Uh, big, big, big times out here. Thanks, thanks, Uncle Cliff. See y'all later. See y'all later. Really appreciate it. Uh, Cliff, Cliff. Oh, where you going, Cliff? This. Is, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell him how much I want to be you. <laughs> hey, Richard Sherman decided to come join us, Jermaine. Yeah, but KJ was over there hating for a second. Was he hating? Yeah, uh, man. Why was he being? Because because he wears number fifty for his for a lot living. That's a hating number. I just didn't like his vibes. Uh, Richard, and I know he's listening. He's trying to act like he ain't. R- Richard Sherman, what's a what's a unusual talent that you have, sir, that nobody knows about? An unusual talent that um, nobody knows about. Any talent, like can you do backflips? Can you uh, can you dance? I can hold my breath for a pretty long time. How long? About two minutes. Really? Are you being serious? Or are you joking? You can ask. Uh, we did it the other day um, when I was rehabbing in the pool, and I got to, I was at one forty-eight, something like that. That is. Jamie something. did it on a clock, so that's impressive. I can't. Really impressive. I swear, I can't go. No, no exaggeration. I barely could go thirty seconds. I'm not. I'm not lying. You can go longer than that. No, I can't. No, no, I can't. You at just all. gotta kind of like relax your brain and like it's almost like meditating. You kind of forget you're in the water, and then when you wake up, you try not to drown. He talking about holding your breath. He talking about holding his breath. Un- un- he said two minutes. <laughs> That's not that special. <laughs> I asked this earlier. What traditions as a child growing up that you still hold on to today? Um, of one present at 12 o'clock on New Year's, I mean, uh, Christmas Eve. Isn't that something? Y'all two must got a lot in common. He just said the same thing. So you going to let your dudes, your, your, your children do it? I, I, I let them do it. I, made, I woke his behind up. He was, what, <laughs> what, 10 months old? Wake up. Hey, son, you open his gift. I know you don't know what it is. You don't know what's going on. Open his gift. He, okay. We as a people, Sherm, are we more or less tolerant of one another than we used to be? I don't know what you mean as we as a people. 
we, all of us, <laughs> the human race. Okay, there we go. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Um, uh, we're, we're the same. We're the same. Um, we're, we're, we're fearful of what's different. Um, and with that, I mean more, you got more pigment in your skin. It looks different than a person with less pigment in their skin. So they have fear of what you are and what you're capable of based off, um, you know, what they've learned socially, how they've been raised, how they've been influenced. And it's showing itself more and more these days. You know, at one point it was owning people. You owned people and you treated them lower than animals um, simply because they had pigment in their skin. There was no different. You know, they, they breathed the same as you. They, they walked the same as you. They sometimes spoke the same as you. But you treated them different because they had pigment in their skin. And now there is a, a different way they approach it um, because there's more equality. You know, there's less of this that, that's accepted. And we have to, we have to acknowledge it. Um, but now you have the Ku Klux Klan who's, who's been known for their hate crimes against colored people and minorities um, resurfacing themselves in 2016 um, in great support of the, our, our new president. And um, you obviously have to be aware of things like that. Sharon, when was the first time you ever embraced racism in your life? Um, first embraced racism. The first time that you can remember, like, oh, wow, what was that? I watched Roots when I was six. Really? Wow. Who, who's that? Your dad had you do it? Mom, dad had you do that? Uh, my auntie was watching it. I just kind of was sitting in the room, and she didn't put me out the room. <laughs> you just stayed locked I in. I just sat there and watched it. I said, this is kind of crazy. Didn't understand it, but I understand it now. How about you, Jermaine? What's the first time you ever embraced it, felt it? How well, I grew up in, in Washington. I mean, I feel, I feel like it's here, but honestly, I, I don't think I necessarily really, if probably self-consciously don't know if I have you or have not, to be honest. Really? Uh, to be truthful. Well, yeah. he can he can play both sides of the fence because he's so light that he could he could <laughs> technically pass if he really wanted. But to. I'm I'm being uh, I'm being 100 percent serious. What's the most difficult transition you guys have ever had to make in your life? Um, from from high school to college, from Compton, California, to the Silicon Valley, Palo Alto, California. Very difficult. Examples. Um, we didn't have a white person at our school. We had Hispanics, blacks, and a couple Polynesians. And you get to Stanford, and you you know very multicultural, predominantly white, um, also huge Asian population. Uh, you know, small minority, obviously, of black people and, and Hispanics, but just different way of talking, different way of communicating, conversing. Um, and you had to get used to it. I had to get used to, to talking. You know, they'd be sitting there having a conversation, cracking jokes, and I'd be like, oh, wait, what was the joke? I see y'all laughing, but what, what, what was the joke in that? I mean, you just... So what, what, what helped you? What helped you, like, get Pati those jokes? Pa patience and diligence. Um, just sitting there and just keep my mouth closed for a long time so I didn't sound stupid. And then once I, you know, I kind of adapted after a while. You kind of figure out the, the the groove of things, but it took me a while. Jermaine, toughest transition you ever had to make in your life? Hmm. <laughs> you need I mean, to tell me, Sherm. You were so locked into what Sherm had to say. I, I wasn't even thinking about mine. I, that's, but 
I mean, you gotta kind of you gotta respect that. Think about that. Like that was just crazy. I'm just saying. I was locked in. I just didn't. But you gotta think about my transition. I went from an hour south from here, went to UW. There's a big difference between Lakewood, Mount Lake, and right here in Renton. Those transitions there. Yeah, that I'm trying. But what about from middle school to high school, high school to college? <laughs> you know, from I, college to pro, all that. Married to to single life to married life. Oh. I would say, yeah, being married for sure. That, that's, for sure, that, that's the biggest transition in my life. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I love being married, to be honest. Yeah, you, you married up, bro. I am married You outkicked your coverage. All right, last one. We'll let you guys go. I'm tired of people saying that to Curse. Curse is a, curse is a catch. Thank you, you sir. Know? They don't give Curse no credit. I'm a hell of a gunner, yeah, too. Yeah, give me a hell of a gunner. <laughs> no credit. <laughs> I don't know if anybody is going to agree with that. Well, last thing. Here we go. One thing, one thing that you're grateful for. Uh, my family. I would agree. Family? Yeah. One thing you're grateful for? All right. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to join us. so disappointed with that answer. I know. <laughs> it was like, your family? Really? <laughs> it was just, I mean, I'm just not used to Sherm giving a family. Not, I'm, not, I'm not used to that. I thought it was going to be family with a little extra sauce on the rice, but, you know, that, that works. You know, sometimes you got to get plain white rice. I had that yesterday. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, where'd you guys get those shoes from? Courtesy of Richard Sherman. Oh, but right. you know what? Uh, don't, actually, don't get <laughs> Matter of fact, let, oh. I'll tell you what. It took me about three years to get these pair of shoes right here. I saw everybody in the building. I said, "Hey, Sean, let me get a, a pair. Can I get a pair of the the Richard Shermans?" Mm-hmm. And he, he ah, <laughs> you gave me the clip. <laughs> What'd you say, Earl? You gave me one of those. And I'll be like, okay. And then I finally just went to the equipment. I said, I want a pair of the Richard Shermans. And I walked up to him. And I was like, thank you, but no thank you. And Curse could have done this three years ago. But I was being, I wanted to ask him. Well, I, uh, I, no. look, just so you know, one time in a text, I kind of asked a little bit. Yeah, I got really shot down on some Richard Sherman gear. But you know what? We talked about this earlier. Everybody has a fake laugh. When somebody corny says something, you give a little fake laugh. What's your fake laugh for somebody that's corny? I, I, don't, I don't know no more because, because Ashley says my, my everything is fake now. So I give a real laugh. She'd be like, that was fake. I was like, that was, I thought that was my real one. I don't know the difference no more. I, thought, I guess I put the fake one on so much that I can't find my real one no more. Just, I'll be sitting there like, ha, 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 One of them is real. Does, does, does Ashley call you out a lot? As often as she can, I would love. I would love to, to to see that. That would be. I mean, because I'm not used to seeing anybody call Richard Sherman out. Matter of fact, you know what I'm used to seeing? I'm used to everybody hanging on every single word you say. Like, oh my goodness, Richard Sherman is so funny. No, nah, they they and, they, they, they call mean, me. People call me out quite often. They, it just <laughs> rarely rarely works out for them. I mean, I mean, you're. I mean, you're not boring, but you're not as funny as people tell you you are. I don't. I don't get a lot of laughs. I get a lot of serious backlash. Hmm? How you feel about that? You do get a lot of that. <laughs> you do get a lot of that. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that was a good conversation. No animals got brought up or anything like that. So, anyway, again, we really appreciate everybody for joining the Players Lounge. We'll see you next time. Appreciate you for listening. See you then.